Welcome to Soul of a Truck, a podcast about the band The Killers, where every week Michael and Spencer find new and interesting ways of fucking up the audio. I'm your host, Spencer <laughs> Palio, and with me, as always, is Michael Nance. Michael, how hey, are you today? I'm pretty good. Doing all right. How's, how's your quarantine going? It's, you know, probably better for me than a lot of other people. I love video games, so... You know. So you just you just been uh, just been gaming, pretty much. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bought a uh, I bought No Man's Sky the other day. Oh, okay. Finally took the plunge. Yeah. Did you hear about um, Hello Games's uh, next game that's coming out? No. Um, yeah. What you do is you're playing as a uh, modern philosopher, and you talk about. Um, various issues in the modern world it's called gnome chom sky oh my god <laughs> yeah we're, wow. we're 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 i've been thinking about that pun all week and it's just so bad <laughs> i had but um well congratulations i mean you you said it you sure said it <laughs> yeah i mean that's that's really the goal but uh we you know, I've been I've been, you know, listening to a lot of music. There's so much good like uh what's it called? Uh music? quarantine quarantine content going on right now. That's true. Um like Goldfinger, like today dropped uh them doing the quarantine like band playing together thing and they did superman which as you know was in tony hawk's pro skater 2 which is a sick sick game or no it's the first tony hawk isn't it that has superman yes the first tony hawk's pro skater yeah, had superman yeah, yeah, yeah. by goldfinger yeah i think i that just soundtrack said... is legendary thps2 legendary oh hell I, yeah i i remember Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 3 was one of the first games I got on my GameCube. So oh, yeah. Hell yeah. On that weird-ass controller. Hey, man, don't knock the GameCube controller. It no, was... it's, it's top tier. It's just weird, you know? Yeah, you, you got to get used to it. Yeah. But uh, but as far as, like, Killers news is concerned, I mean, y you've been showing me all kinds of cool killer stuff because I don't really go to Reddit. And so you showed me the killer's song tier list. Yes. Which, yeah, that that list was not very good, but it gave me the one thing it did do. And I appreciated the hell out of this. It it gave me like a sense of how many songs we have to do. But the more I looked at it, the more I realized that list doesn't have any of the Christmas songs on it. And it's very sad. Because the Christmas Killer songs are wonderful. And it also didn't have the song that was on Yo Gabba Gabba, which I just found. Oh, wow. That was random? Yeah. The, uh, so the Killers did a song <laughs> for the children's TV show Yo Gabba Gabba, and we're going to have to do that song. That is a straight up no bullshit Killers song. But All right. any, yeah, but but anyway, um, something that I've personally been doing a lot of during this quarantine is I've been watching movies. OK. And it's been really frustrating because, you know, South by got canceled this year. So we didn't get to 
you know, participate in all the fun, like local independent films. That's true. From uh, South by Southwest. And uh, I, so it got me thinking about like films that premiered at South by. And uh, so I started, I've been watching a lot of movies. You know, I watched um, the FP, which I know you've seen. Yes. And I also watched, um, you, you ever heard of the movie John dies at the end? Yes, I have uh, heard of that movie. I've never yeah. seen it, but I've heard of it. So I watched that a few years ago, and I recently rewatched it. And the the thing that happens that really is weird is like John doesn't die at the end. You know, he 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 appears to die, and then uh, he comes back. So I guess it seems like they were uh, able to unkill Johnny. Oh my god, Uncle Johnny. <laughs> That's today's you, song. Got you again. <laughs> so, so the song Uncle Johnny by the band The Killers. <laughs> what do you what do you th- what do you think about cocaine, Michael? You know, it's for some people. It's not necessarily for me, but, you know, some people love it. And uh, it really gives you a boost, you know, as an alternative to coffee or coffee, tea, cocaine. You ever see (laughs) you ever see the the movie Scarface? Uh, Yes, of course. I've actually never seen Scarface all the way through. Like I've seen it like on TV and like I've seen like probably bits and pieces of the whole movie. But I've never actually sat down and watched Scarface, which it's, is um, it's entertaining. Um, it's a good movie, I'd say overall. And there's lots of cocaine in it. There's a shitload of cocaine in it. Mountains, mountains, piles, planets of cocaine, planet cocaine. <laughs> do you ever? <laughs> um, do you know anyone who's had who struggled with drug use? Because I've I have a story. I actually need to a hundred percent confirm that I can talk tell the story, but I'm just gonna not talk about this person directly. But oh, do you, okay. But do you know um do you know any do you know anyone who's like struggles with that sort of thing that yes. you'd be willing to talk about on the pod? Yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah. My dad always did growing up, so it's uh yeah, it's that was challenging. I, I can't even imagine. Um, you got any? You got any good stories? That's that's that's. Hi, welcome to deep sadness from personal feelings. Right? Yeah, I didn't know I'd be uh, getting truck. in the nitty gritty. This is the this is what soul of a truck is all about. You know, when you yeah. are on the long haul, you kind of have to you know release occasionally, or it's just never gonna come together. It's never gonna come. It's never gonna come alive. Come. Yeah. Oh no. Oh no. We've made this thing a thing. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a challenging thing when someone's addicted to cocaine cause they are moody. Uh, and, uh, also, you know, when they're on cocaine, they can be really crazy and difficult to deal with. So yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Um, my, uh, my, my uncle, um, my, my, it's, I think my great uncle. What's the thing where it's like your grandfather's generation? But yeah, I'd be your great uncle. Yeah, my great uncle um, struggled with addiction, and 
he would have um like flashbacks like he didn't he I, I don't know if he did cocaine he did a lot of acid oh wow and so um he would have drug flashbacks and i think i've met him like twice but um my grandfather recently passed away who he is the brother of and we were all expecting him to be there but he uh he couldn't make it because of health issues so oh jeez you know drugs are bad okay <laughs> um now um Brandon Flowers is as you know Mormon yes and he is Mormon and you know Mormons tend to you know avoid a lot of those Even kinds caffeine. of yeah they avoid caffeine the true ones yeah but he uh he occasionally does drink and smoke um but the the killers are they're actually kind of straight edge or like just straight they don't really do any of that like any of the big time drug boy things you know i i analyzed this when i read this information recently when i was or i gave self analysis you know who knows if i'm right or whatever but i one thing it, it kind of makes some of the lyrics and like the weird brandon poetry make a little bit more sense because if he is as like you know prudish for a rock star as his uh nature and his interviews would have you believe then his like some of the things he's singing about would be like the person like a person talking about partying from a distance you know what i mean so because there is like a nitty there's like a grittiness to the killers that i think they embrace in their music that doesn't that might not come from a real place but from like an observer's position so it's you know third person um third person interpretation right yeah yeah it's it's kind of interesting there's a lot of like really good quotes from the band i actually have a link to their uh, song facts if you check the google doc okay and I, I I posted the pertinent ones, but so I already said the basic equivalent of the first one, but the second one is uh, concerning alcohol. The band has a strict daily schedule in their tour rider. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday are reserved for Maker's Mark whiskey. Great choice, and Absolute Vodka. Less great choice. Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday are for Jack Daniel's whiskey and gin. And Sunday is exclusively the province of tequila and Jameson. Sick as that, fuck. Wow. Okay. You got a alcohol schedule. Hey man, you know, as someone with a kit of booze, um, I can appreciate, you know, a little bit of planning surrounding your drinking, uh, considering that is literally what I do. <laughs> do you uh do you have any uh kind of booze preferences i'm i'm always interested in those sort of things i like gin really you ever had yeah, gin um, is my fave there's a there's a brand that i'm a big fan of called uh 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 shit now i've forgotten the name of it it's martin miller's that's the brand mm, i've never had that Oh, it's so good. And if you can get their extra, like slightly higher proof version, it's it's a little smoother and it mixes with basically everything. It's one of the 
best like gins on the market. Now, about this song, Uncle Johnny. Yes. Do you uh do you have the uh, genius? Oh yeah, you this is the thing. I forgot about this. This song um this is last week we were talking about how killer songs tend to be very they don't sound like they're from a personal perspective. They're very um they always sound like a character. This song is actually about Brandon's uncle Johnny. Right. Um, yes. And you were doing a bunch of research about this. You should you should talk about this one because it's it's really interesting. So the weirdest thing that I read, because, I mean, apparently Uncle Johnny confirmed by Brandon himself is real, had drug problems, kind of the rock star uncle, wayward uncle. Uh, but the thing I read that I could not confirm seemed rumored was that. He loved to do cocaine so much that he put he had like a cocaine psychosis that he started developing this paranoia and he tried to shoot his own testicles off because he believed aliens were trying to steal his semen. Which is bonkers because, you know, I I would do people do that much cocaine. I mean, Uncle Johnny clearly did. (laughs) But the thing. The thing about that that gets me is like, why would, why would shooting off your own testicle like cause the aliens to not have access to your semen? If anything, it puts it closer to the open, so you can they can just beam it up. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're I gonna get that semen. Yeah, no matter what you do. I mean, come on, Uncle Johnny, but don't. <laughs> come on uncle johnny (laughs) there's there's actually a a further part to that story which is i from what i understand when he did that he shot off his own testicle so or he shot off he shot himself like just in the the groinial area right Yeah. yeah so like so when I read something like that and I want to know where your brain goes for this, but um, when, when you read something like that, does your mind go, he blew his dick off or does it just mean he shot himself in the pelvic region? I, yeah, I, I, I read it as he shot himself in the pelvic region. You know what I mean? Like he's still okay. Uh, he just kind of shot himself in like the upper groin or something. Cause if you were like, fucking freaking out on coke and having that level of psychosis i think it's totally feasible that you just get the angle wrong and shoot yourself in the, the crotch yeah that sounds awful though yeah i mean um, there's no, it, it, no way to sound pleasant it doesn't sound like a bonus be like oh, I, I just only got the crotch yeah he'd, he'd probably have trouble getting a bonus after that oh my god <laughs> wow according to songfacts.com he's actually heard this song Yes. So he's okay with it, but you know, what are you going to do? It's out there. Would you want a song about your horrific cocaine addiction to be out in the world? Uh, you know, if I had made peace with my addiction, then yes, that would be fine. You know, that's okay. That's fair. I think that's part of recovery. Yeah. So, um, I actually didn't post the lyrics inside of the, uh thing google doc but there they are actually 
before we do that, let's talk about Samstown. I'm going to cut that. So what do you think about Samstown in general? Samstown. I like Samstown. I think it's really good. I feel um, like, and you know, I, I watched a lot of interviews and I watched a lot of some, there's some YouTube music reviewer who is going back and reviewing like older albums Okay. And his view about Samstown is that he didn't like it when it dropped because he was expecting more of Hot Fuss. Right. But it's kind of grown on him. And the thing is, I didn't want more of Hot Fuss when it came out. And I didn't think that it was as good of an album. or But I didn't think it was as good of an album as, as hot, hot fuss. fuss same same i i appreciated that the killers went in a different direction i always appreciate that when an artist tries to um it, it's weird i draw parallels between the way the killers went with this album to the way i'm not sure how familiar you are with cage the elephant but the way they went with their second album i actually it, i actually never heard the second uh cage the elephant album but go on go on but you you heard the first one right yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with a, the big hit and everything, and it kind of had like a, a a gritty Western bluesy rock or like Midwest bluesy rock thing going on. And then they released this album, that the, the second album called Thank You, Happy Birthday, which is more like the way the killers transition from Hot Fuss to this album, which is kind of... Hmm. Hot Fuss is so like, like synth poppy and... Um, sleek and it kind of has like a, a grittiness this is gritty too but it's different um i i feel like it is encapsulated pretty well by its album cover uh which i appreciate it's it's funny i actually grew up with uh midwest rock my my dad is a huge huge fan of like ario and uh john mellencamp and uh, uh oh wow bruce uh springsteen and all those guys Okay. Yeah. And so for me, like I played this with my dad in the car because my dad likes the killers, um, which I always thought was kind of funny. And he was like, oh, yeah, this sounds like uh, all the Midwest music I listen to. And I'm like, well, yeah. And so it's kind of funny that he liked he actually likes this album more than he likes Hot Fuss because their first album is so it's all it's so British. You know? Yeah. Britpop, British synth pop, that type of thing. And uh, Samstown is just so, it's so Midwestern. It's so, you know, it's so nostalgic for uh, the youth of the Midwest. And the more research I do about that album, it's just, this whole album is nothing but like songs that are incredibly personal to Brandon yeah. Flowers. Yeah. But but Brandon Flowers sounds like he's singing about characters all the time and so you don't realize it listening to it. And so for years I thought this was a concept album, honestly. I I did get that impression when I first listened to it. I mean, this was I, I was pretty hyped up for this cuz I loved Hot Fuss and the Killers represented like a new wave of music along with like the Strokes. Uh Franz Ferdinand. That, yeah, Franz Ferdinand. Uh, there's a couple others, but those are the big ones that stand out to me. And 
they this album it, like i i can't say i wasn't disappointed in it in certain ways because i was so excited by hot fuss but i did appreciate that it was different and several of the songs really grew on me like the titular track sam's town um and uh i also really like bones has grown on me a little bit but i'm still not a huge fan of bones <laughs> and you know i also I, I also really like when you were young and uh this river is wild so Honestly, uh, the one thing I can say about Samstown, and then we'll we'll go on to lyrics, is that Samstown is easily the most like beginning to end listenable of all of the Killers albums. I think, like, really, it, even more so than Hot Fuzz. Yeah, I stop listening to Hot Fuzz after song seven. Honestly, it's hmm. it's it's just one of those albums where the last like third of that album is just. It's basically like a, a a blank a blank spot in my memory. There's a lot of songs like that by them because it's just like, wow, this song sucks. I don't want to listen to this ever again. And Let me see what, I need to look at the track listing for Hot Fuss to see what's after seven. Okay, Change Your Mind, Believe Me, Natalie, Midnight. Yeah, actually. Well, Change yep. Your Mind is the last song I listened to. I think that's song that's eight. That's oh, eight. That's eight. Whatever. Eight. Yeah. That's true. You get all the good ones though before that, but we don't want to get too off track here. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so let's let's open up the lyrics here. I've got them. I had them open. Yeah, uh, I got them open. Here we go. So when everybody else refrained, my uncle Johnny did cocaine. He's convinced himself right in his brain that it helps to take away the pain. Hey Johnny. Hey, what you say, Johnny? Now, uh, in verse one. I'm going to highlight something that I'm going to, I'm going to create a theory right here. A theory. Yes. A a theory that one of the things that can be so off-putting about Brandon's lyrics is that he is a syllable adder. And I mean that he says things in a way to extend syllables or insert syllables for like the sake of meter, but it can feel forced. So the line, he's convinced himself right in his brain, you know, clearly it's for uh, a cadence or a pattern he was trying to create with the poetry, but that's just an awkward, awkward lyric. I can see that it, uh, trying to think of how to contribute to this. Keep talking. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I mean, that's just, I think we'll be able to note other uh, instances of this in future lyrical uh, research and deep dives. That's that's fair. So keep keep an ear out, podcast listeners. We will we if you see those or if we uh, I, I will try and notate those from here on out. The uh, the Brandon Flowers added syllable theory. I love yes. it. Yes. He's uh, the second verse is the other thing about this song is there's not really a chorus to it. You, you notice that? Yeah. Yeah. It's just, Hey, well, there's that. Hey, Johnny. Hey, what you say, Johnny. That's like the closest thing we get to a. It's, it's like, a, it's like, um, it's Passover right now. I don't know how much you know about Jewish, uh, holidays. Uh, and I don't really celebrate them, but I am Jewish. And, it's, Did you it's, guys celebrate it when you still lived at home? Oh, definitely. I I'm just I'm the non-religious one of the family. They're they they we did like a seder like a couple of days ago. We did like a seder over Zoom. 
And okay. we had half the family there. It was actually crazy. But this is, it's almost like a, like the, it would have been enough, the Dianu, if you will, which, <laughs> which isn't quite right, but you know, whatever. But I feel like I'm not really contributing much to this. So I'm trying to just grasp at straws, but this song, Oh, there was something I wanted to talk about in verse two. Um, how do you feel about the line Superman and hold on tight? Yeah, this, I mean, okay. So you were talking earlier about how you skip after change your mind. You're just done with hot fuss. Yes. This song I always skipped over listening to even in casual re-listens really only since we decided we were going to choose this song this week. Have I listened to this song intently and Fair enough. It, it only reinforced that it's just, it's, I just don't think it's a very good song. I mean, it, the lyrics are really weird um, and they don't, <laughs> they don't make much sense to me. I, I yeah, like super, so Superman and hold on tight. That just makes, you know, does that mean you're flying away? Cause like levitation ain't your only friend levitation coming back again. I guess that's to use levitation as a like, you know, pseudonym for getting high. Uh, but you know, but he, I guess, yeah. So Superman and hold on tight is like, he's flying. So you better hold on maybe. Yeah, I guess so. Um, that's, that's the best way I can read it. That, or he's like lying on the ground, like sprawled out with his arms out. <laughs> and he's like, hold on fellas. Can you just imagine like him, like just tripping balls and <gasps> fly away? Yeah. But he's just like lying on the ground, like rolling and writhing. <laughs> I mean, the no, lyric, I mean, the the lyrics in this song are pretty much they they feel like nonsense, but the song is so damned chaotic that it makes a lot of like kind of a sixth sense if that makes you know if right you, because the things it, that the song succeeds with in to me is like the like it sounds gritty and it sounds dirty, which for the subject matter and uh, I guess the thematic elements of the song is perfect. So that they nailed. Uh, I just, it's not incredibly catchy or uh, interesting to me. And uh, the lyrics themselves are a little vacuous at times. But otherwise, Uncle Johnny's entertaining. I'll give it that. I agree with that. I think the thing that this song does for me is... It's it's kind of a break. Uh, where where in the album is this? I always forget. In Sam's Town, it's like it's towards the end. It's between "Read My Mind," which is an incredible track, and "Bones," which I'm not even gonna begin to express my feelings on. <laughs> but, I have feelings on Bones. But oh, so yes. do I. So do I. But it's like that. Bones is going to be a fun one for me. I don't know about you, <laughs> but, but anyway, um, but uncle Johnny is such like a chill song to an extent yeah. between read my mind and bones. Yeah, and, that's true. And so it's, it's almost a break, but because it's so harsh sounding, because Brandon is like yelling, he just yells the lyrics and he, he barely, um, the most melodic part of the song, he doesn't even sing because that's uh, the bridge, you know, tell us what's going on. Cause 
the rest of the song, Brandon is just screaming everything he sings. Or, you know, at one point he just starts talking. Hey, Johnny, I got faith in you, man. I mean it. It's going to be all right. That's another added uh, syllable. The I mean it. And then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree. But there's it's it's just so weird for me that this is the song that Brandon I feel like this is the most personal song on the album to be honest because he's talking about something that's almost like I mean if you're talking about your cocaine addicted uncle is that like a you know a positive and upbeat subject no not at all yeah that's it's it's par for the course for Sam's town exactly but like this song is just so it's it's such a bummer and it 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 really kind of leans into that um it's it's honestly like it's it's a classic it's so it's it's so good but at the same time it's like i don't know there's there's a lot to it uh and musically it's it's fun the Dave's guitar is just whew, it's lovely. Um it's it's so it's so grungy. Like it is very grungy. I, yeah, like I said, it's a dirty blue dirt like a dirty bluesy type sounding song. Um, which I do think thematically it nails, but it's still just it's not one of my faves on the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did a bunch of research for this. Um Okay. And you know, we, we we did not get a lot of uh, there's not a lot of actual like videos of people playing Uncle Johnny. Something I should do is oh yeah, we're not at, we're not at live versions yet. So. So this is the kind of stuff I've got. I found like if you if you just search Uncle Johnny on YouTube, the first result is um, do you have the watch together open? Uh, let me open it up. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. Johnny Johnny Yes Papa family version is this what we're trying to watch? Yeah, yeah, this is what we're trying to watch. Here, let's let's watch a few seconds of this. Okay. Uncle Uncle Yes Wendy eating pizza? No Wendy. Are you sure? Yes Wendy. Show me your hand. Oopsie. Uh-oh, Uncle John, you shouldn't eat junk food. It's not good for you. What? Jesus Christ. You shouldn't eat junk food. It's not good for you. It's so loud. It's so loud. That is just, that's so painful. It's, it's pure nightmares, but, uh, there's, there's a bunch of stuff. There's a, I mean, that is a play on that, that classic nightmare fuel internet video. That was a big meme for a bit, which I'm sure you've seen the original, right? Uh, I don't Johnny, Johnny. Yes. Papa. It's okay. So it's somehow like just as cutesy as that, what we just watched, but worse and creepier. So you'll have to watch it one. Uh, well, we can watch it after the, the pod, but it's people listening out there. Take a listen, t- t- take a watch. If you've got it out there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to play that on the pod. I don't want us to be like cursed for all eternity. <laughs> um, another thing I found is uh, this thing called uncle Johnny reggae. So we're going to play that. Okay. Uncle 
Which one's Uncle Johnny? Is it the, like, Greek it's, man? It's, it's the man with the microphone. Spencer, this is going to be you in, like, 30 years. God, I hope not. <laughs> don't, don't say such things. You're going to wear a newsy cap? A button-down shirt that's open and sing reggae music on like what appears to be a carnival cruise, or maybe that's somebody's bar mitzvah. I don't know. It's a it's a carnival oh, cruise Lula bar lounge. mitzvah. The Lula Lounge. Yeah, that's that's a carnival cruise bar mitzvah. Wow, that is a double whammy. Yeah, and then um, there's also this. Okay. This is a this is actually kind of an interesting one. Oh, there's the lyrics. Um, this one is a this is a talk by a guy named Kevin Kling. Okay. And he discusses um, his uncle Johnny. I I think of my uncle Johnny. Here we go. He's passed on now, but nobody epitomized summer like Uncle Johnny. I can still picture him on hot summer days, perched on his aluminum lawn chair holding court, framed by the proscenium of his open garage door, a Schlitz tall boy permanently attached to his hand. Every chair Uncle Johnny sat in seemed to be made for him. My Uncle Don used to say, Kev, your Uncle Johnny smells all the roses all the time. I remember one time... Well, okay. Well, there's some poetry for you about Uncle Johnny. It's it's almost like a spoken word, like just a like a old folksy story. Kevin Kling is a he's I think he's a radio personality. Yeah, he huh. he, he is an American storyteller, and he does uh, NPR stuff. And he has a shriveled left arm, and after a motor act motorcycle accident he has a paralyzed right arm so you know oh my god yeah but he is uh he's very very midwestern the story here let's 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 jump ahead to a little bit further down the story i'm johnny pointed at his dog yeah now i got nothing against vegetarians some of my favorite foodstuffs are vegetarians but he'd tell me to beware the terrible teas as he called them tofu tamari tahini tabbouleh He'd say that kind of food will kill you from boredom. Johnny carefully applies more wood chips to the fire. They've soaked in water in order to burn real slow and provide the smoke that flavors the meat. <laughs> so weird. Barbecue is the reason God put smoke with fire, but it burns my eyes and I have to look away. Johnny stays in the center of the curling smoke. It's a small price to pay, and he knows to reach paradise, one must occasionally dance with the devil. Wow. I, well, I just I just love the I mean if you if you listen to the whole thing, it's he talks about barbecue and it sounds awesome, honestly. As I someone mean, that did as someone who likes to cook. I do love me uh, some BBQ. Yeah, but we're in Texas, so Texas barbecue is not the same thing. He's talking about pulled pork. Mmm, pulled pork. Pulled pork. So um, there's a couple of live tracks, as always. Okay, let's hit some live Uncle Johnny. Live Uncle Johnny. So this is a Glastonbury in a... How far are we? Oh, yeah, perfect. 
So this is uh, Glastonbury in uh, 2007. Did I copy it? Okay. Boop. Here we go. Now, now this is definitely more like Brandon Flowers. Um, him doing the Freddie Mercury thing. Oh, they misspelled it. Yeah. No, but somebody didn't do their research. Unlike us. Also, look at what he's wearing. D right? des describe it. He looks. Uh, he he looks like you know Donny Osborne or something from like the, the Vegas days. Don you know, like something Tom Jones would wear. It's like a diamond. Da Oh my God! So he's like wearing like he, it's like the, he needs the suit jacket, but it's like all the rest of a three-piece suit that's covered in like diamonds. He, Do, Donny Osmond. Yeah. He said Osborne. I said Osborne. Yeah. Oh, Donny Osmond. My bad. I'm a little bit country. <laughs> <laughs> isn't isn't that the Osmonds? I don't actually know music. Dude, I don't know. Man, that is a sweet guitar. I just want to watch a little bit of it just because you don't get a lot of the song from the beginning. The bass sound he's using for this song sounds a lot like the bass that he used for or the bass sound he used for Jenny was a friend of mine. Oh, yeah, it's 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 a similar tone. Also, a rare case of Brandon actually playing. I don't know what he's playing because there's no piano in this song. Right. Oh, well, it's it's a prop. All right. Well, there's there's Uncle Johnny live in Glastonbury. Uh, very, very nice set. You know, that the antlers on that keyboard were pretty cool. It's 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 got that kind of like hunting feel. Yeah. Now this is a uh, from this is from so that was from like basically when the song dropped or like a few years after. Okay. This is from uh, twenty sixteen. Oh, okay, newer. And it appears to still be the band's original yeah, lineup. Look. And it's that same. Antler keyboard thing. They actually with Christmas did. lights on it. This is kind of an interesting thing. The uh, the band did like a huge show for the like tenth anniversary of Samstown, and this is probably from that show or around that time. So for the longest wow. time, I thought Brandon was wearing like a one piece like bodysuit, but that is actually <laughs> that is actually like um, a pair of pinstripe pants and like uh, 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 come on clothing. You know what those are called? A waistcoat. 
a waistcoat. Oh, a waistcoat. Yes. Yes. And in a lot of the videos, you'll see him wearing this thing uh, that I had to look up the name of it. It's called a bolo tie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Those are big down here. I've never seen those in my life. I don't understand like what the what isn't a tie. What is the point of a tie other than like as like garish formal wear? It keeps your collar, you know, you button the top and then it keeps your collar together. I think initially, but now it really is just garish formal wear. Yeah, but like, isn't that what the button on the top of the 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 shirt yeah. is for? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I wish I knew. Clothing, Ties are whack. Clothing is conf- clothing is confusing. Also, yeah. I, so I love ties. I wear bow ties. You know this. That's true. I mean, I wear a bolo tie. It's a southwestern look. Yeah, you know who uh, famously wears a, a bolo tie is Doug Dimmadome. Doug Dimmadome. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome, yes. Yes, the man himself. God damn it. He probably does cocaine with Uncle Johnny. I mean, there's no way Doug Dimmadome doesn't do mountains of blow. I mean, he probably keeps it in his fucking hat. That yeah, I mean, he, that's what I'm thinking. You can't see the top of. <laughs> Doug Dimmadome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimmadome here. Who wants to do some cocaine? <laughs> Uh, oh, oh man we're we're aging ourselves for that one yeah you know it's fine it's fine we're also doing a podcast about the killers i feel like that's aging us as well yeah yeah you're right you're right <laughs> so this is uh let's let's we've got a few covers there's not a lot actually so this episode is going to be a little bit on the short side but not as short as i was expecting it to be honestly but so this is uh, Eat My Uke, and he performs the entirety of Sam's Town uh, on the ukulele. So I got to pause it and go to two minutes and 10 seconds for us to get to Uncle Johnny. And we're going to get a little bit of uh, Read My Mind, but whatever. There it is. Wow. Truly, honestly, that song's pretty sick on the Ute. I like. Yeah. It sounded good on there. Yeah, I really like kind of the the the. It's a nice Ute. He gets like good tone on it. Maybe it's just because of how he holds the microphone to it. Yeah, it's probably high quality too. Yeah. And um, of course, you can't talk about covers by the killers without talking about Maximum Power, who has covered basically every song by the band. And this is an older one of his videos. Now, just from the angle of this, it looks like if he stands up, he's going to just bash his head in on. Yeah, right. Else 
that uh, this version is pretty good. It sounds good on just the acoustic guitar. So something I want to talk about with Maximum Power, I I honestly kind of want to get him on the pod because okay. something he is not doing, which I value and appreciate so much, is it seems like he just does these acoustic covers just like for funsies. And he's not giving out a lot of that, like fuck me energy that a lot of these, like, Oh the, yeah. The a lot of the killers covers. We gotten a lot of whiny ones that are just, Oh yeah. Yeah. Big time. Look at me ladies. It's a killer's cover. Exactly. And it's just, it's, he doesn't do that. And it's, it's, it's very wholesome. Like it's very like, he just seems like a dude probably in like, you know, Wisconsin or, you know, one of them Dakotas or like maybe even Canada who just really likes the killers and wants to, wants to perform all their songs on his acoustic guitar, which is super awesome. What, what a wholesome fellow. Like we're going to, we're going to look him up later and he's going to be like, you know, like an alt-right neo-Nazi or something, but you know, <laughs> for now I'm going to certainly hope not. Yeah, me too, because I want to get him on the pod and I don't want him to be crazy. Anyway, let's uh here's a here's whoa, there we go. Here's the one like full band cover. This is the band Rebel Diamond, which is a killer's cover band. Now, this looks like it's a recording from, like, a garage or something. Yeah. But... Yeah, the sound quality is not there. But this, All right. it looks like it's, like, a garage recording, but... Yeah. Well, but, at least three of the four band members are in shorts. Only the lead singer. I can't see below his knees, so he could be in long shorts. But you, you shouldn't wear shorts on stage. It's against the rules. Yeah, yeah. Don't wear shorts on stage unless you're in slightly stupid <laughs> or three eleven. <laughs> or you're like a juggalo and you're wearing like uh, jinko jeans. But those are really just like really baggy capris, honestly. Ooh, capris. I. See, yeah, I, I think of I think of capris as like, you know, and this is me being completely sexist here as non-male clothing. Well, they are designed with women in mind. You, yeah. That is that is true. I mean, well, they, at least they were back when capris became more of a like part of the yeah. clothing zeitgeist. You think um, you think Capri Sun refers to uh, your legs getting sunburned while wearing capris? Uh, you know, we could make it that, honestly. Yeah, that's what it is now. Sorry, everyone who drinks Capri Sun. That's what it's about now. What if Capri Sun is actually like a new sitcom about a dad trying to cope with the fact that his son only wants to wear capris? I mean, that's... The, the Capri Sun. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast gets worse every fucking week. <laughs> yeah, this... Oof... <laughs> so um so something that's kind of cool about watch together 
is I can actually do SoundCloud links. So check this oh, out. Nice. What are we listening to now? We are doing um, a cover of this of the song Uncle Johnny by Thoughtbot. Oh, that's not just the bot you get to look up porn for you. Uh, I mean, it could be. <laughs> uh, how does this? How do you? How does this work? Um, hold on. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna search Uncle Johnny Thought Bot. Hey, we got it. Is that is that working for you? Uh, yes. Sweet. Oh, interesting. It sounds like he's got two guitars running there. Yeah. But it could just way be the way it's produced. sounds like it sounds like um like yakko warner doing a cover of the song from the animaniacs i want to i want to oh shit what did i just do i want to see if there is a okay good i want to jump ahead and see if i can hear what the like the part where the the chorus jumps in because i want to hear what that sounds like so one second Here it is. So, so like he does, he he just mirrors his voice and sings it with himself, basically. Interesting. I, that is one part about Uncle Johnny. We didn't even talk about it throughout the entire pod that I always thought was kind of weird and just adds to the chaos of that song is like the random backing vocals towards the end that don't sound that great. <laughs> I mean, that's literally just the rest of the band singing. If you watch live versions um that's how they do it i should we should probably here let's let's go back and do one of the live versions and uh, okay i'm gonna open up the watch together link because i totally closed it so here's glastonbury back again we're gonna here it is Wow. Yeah, it's everybody but the drummer. Yeah. Everybody but Ronnie. Poor Ronnie. Always not included. It's weird. If you ever go and watch uh, Killer's interviews, it's usually just Brandon and just Ronnie doing the interviews. 
Interesting. Yeah, Ronnie is kind of very quietly the 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 mouth of the band because Brandon Flowers does not like talking about himself and he doesn't like giving interviews. But Ronnie, Ronnie is Ronnie loves to talk and he's very mouthy and he loves to chat about the band and how cool they are because they are they're the best. And they're uh, cool bands. It's yeah, true. Yeah. So Michael. What yes, Spencer. are your final thoughts on the song Uncle Johnny by The Killers? Um, it's still not one of my favorites. Uh, one of the, my bottom three for Sam's Town. Uh, but I appreciate the artistry of the song and what it's trying to convey. I just, the, the song structure and sound don't do much for me. That's fair. Um, personal opinion. I think it's good. I don't think it's the best anywhere near the best on Sam's town, but it also is better than other tracks. Yeah. It, oh, certainly. certainly. <laughs> and, um, but yeah. we'll get there. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, we'll see you guys, uh, next week. Thank you for listening. And, um, yes. we actually, before we finish, I actually do have, I, a couple of weeks ago, I joked about making a Patreon, I actually made a Patreon. Ah, uh, yes. And so, what are the details? Uh, the site is patreon.com slash soul of a truck, a killer's podcast. Yes, it really is all of those words. Oh, wow. And on there, I'm going to convince Michael to create silly exclusives and dumb videos and silly other things. I haven't decided yet, but it should be fun. So if you want to, I love it. If you want to donate to the pod, feel free and uh, have a wonderful uh, week. Thank yes. You. Thank you, everyone.